Welcome to the Ingenious Podcast, a snapshot of future B2B marketing trends and use it now tips. Learn to be wildly effective in professional services. Each episode features experts with new ideas for your branding and competitive success. Welcome to Feed the Leads, the Ingenious Podcast by Ingenuity Marketing Group. I'm Natalie Klein, your host for this series. The title of this episode is Appetizing Services, Referrals in Person and on the Internet. I'm joined today by Leah Spielman. Leah is a marketing consultant here at Ingenuity and wears many hats. Uh, She's one of the main client contacts and project managers for our team, and she ensures that all the moving parts of a project are accounted for and completed on time to the client's expectations. And she keeps all the rest of us in line. Yes. That is my job. Thanks for having me, Natalie. Well, thank you for joining me. I'm happy to have you here for today's topic because you talk to our clients a lot about just how important testimonials and reviews are. And I think this is an area that a lot of firms and organizations tend to put off for various reasons. Sometimes it's just lack of time or lack of knowing how to do these. Why are they so important to get? It's a really great question, Natalie, and something that I see often in my work every day, working with our clients. It really comes down to the fact that what others are saying about you online is important. But whether it's prospects or job candidates, they're persuaded by testimonials and online reviews as much as personal referrals from the people that they trust. So you need to have people talking about you, and it needs to be good. It's interesting to hear that people are trusting online conversations as much as face-to-face ones these days. And it tells you just how powerful the internet and social media platforms have become. So if a firm or organization is finding that they just aren't getting the referrals, even though all their clients seem to love them and really like their services and keep coming back, what might be the reason that they're not getting these referrals? That's definitely a challenge that we see with some of our own clients. I always like to start with one of the simplest things. Ask your clients to refer you. It could really be as simple as asking them for referrals. Sometimes we forget to do that stuff. Right. But what if it's not quite that simple? Then what? Well, in that case, it's possible that your brand is not aligned with how your clients and prospects perceive you, or they may be only using you for one specific service, such as just audit or just tax um, because that's all they need and they actually aren't even aware of everything that you offer even with ingenuity we have clients that hire us for social media and we mention or they get an email about branding and a client calls me up and is like leah i did not even know that ingenuity does branding work when it's one of the biggest things we do and so where's the gap what's the misconnection and why your clients don't know the services that you're offering Um, We have clients, and Ingenuity Ourselves has found incredible value in conducting client surveys. This validates that your firm is well aligned with your client's expectations. You can ask questions like, are you aware of these additional services we offer? I remember we just did a survey for a client, and they found out that an unresolved issue from quite a few years back was still fresh enough on people's minds that it was being mentioned, even though it really wasn't an affecting the business these individuals were referring to them, it was still on their mind. So even though it didn't affect the perception of those who took part in the survey, the client really had no way of knowing how it was affecting prospects' decisions. So we were able to advise them to take a more proactive approach in addressing it. Yes, that's interesting. It goes to show 
how people can remember something for quite a while, especially if it was a big thing for them. In fact, all across industries, you hear good service versus bad service, good experience versus bad experiences. People remember the bad things more often than they remember the good things. And people share the bad experiences (laughs) more often than they share good experiences. We recently had a client that got a review on their Yelp page that was unfavorable, and we had to review the situation, talk to the firm's partners, figure out the way to respond to it, and do it quickly, because that is out there for everyone to see, and you have to respond to that, and you have to handle it in the appropriate way, and take the information and move forward, and then consider asking for additional reviews to offset if somebody does share their bad experience because people are more likely to share their negative experience than they are to share their positive experience, which is unfortunate. It is. I think we sometimes just forget to share how good our experiences can be. Yes. So when you do come up against maybe a few negative reviews online or perhaps there's a bit of a negative perception about your firm, one way you can combat this is by interviewing clients and having testimonials that you can put on your website in proposals and many other places. Yes, definitely. Testimonials are a great resource to drive new business. It's one of the things we recommend most often to our clients, especially when they are trying to identify their differentiators, when they're wanting to speak with their clients about their experience. And then, of course, using those to develop testimonials, which you said can be used online, in proposals. Those are the biggest places we see them. So what types of testimonials do you want to get? What makes a good testimonial? Well, you want to have a few testimonials that are a bit more general and can be used in any situation, such as ABC Firm was really helpful for me in my company when we were trying to grow our business and expand into XYZ. Um, But you also want specific examples. And if you're involved in a specific industry or niche, really capitalize on that. Um, One example is we have a firm that's really focused in the affordable housing and uh, nonprofit space. And so speaking to those leaders and finding out what difference did this firm make for you specific to these tax law changes that are impacting the nonprofit space. Um, It's important to get testimonials that validate your capability to prospects in that industry or niche. Somebody that is in the nonprofit space that's looking to hire a tax accountant for their nonprofit organization wants to know that you have experience in nonprofit. In addition, seeing it from somebody else, one of their peers, brings way more weight than just hearing it from you. When you're asking clients for testimonials, what can you ask them for? Can you provide them with an example or can they approve language from you? How, how do you get a testimonial if they're very busy and they just don't have time to sit down and write it? Well, you can write a testimonial based on your experience or you can have an experienced writer, ghost writer, understand your industry and write a testimonial um, and speak with you as the firm leader and then give them something to respond to, um, providing a sample review or testimonial language. And then they can review it, maximize it, make it their own so that it's easier for them and less time on their side because people are busy. They don't have time to always do that. So how can you make it easier for them while still trying to get the information that you need that's going to be helpful for your prospects? Right. 
And we've certainly seen the power of testimonials with our own clients, uh, especially if there's a story to tell. You've helped some of our clients get reviews from their clients on Google Business Listing and a few other platforms. Let's dive into why online reviews are so important. Online reviews are gaining more and more attention. The appeal to prospects is that in most situations, they can't be removed by a firm or organization, which has its pros and cons. As I mentioned earlier, our client that had a negative review on Yelp, they can't remove that. So all they can do is review it, respond to it, take the feedback, learn, see if there's anything they could do differently, but it lives there on Yelp. And so that's why you want your response there as well, showing that you acknowledge it. Since they can't be removed, it boosts trustworthiness. You can't control the good and the bad. Good ratings and reviews may convince your prospects to work with you. It's giving them that social proof and letting them know that, yes, this is a company that other people regard highly and trust. Trust is really the biggest issue. When it comes to Google reviews, these can boost your search engine optimization as well. Having a Google business listing and owning that page about you helps your search traffic. I've seen when I'm running our clients' Google business listings, it shows you analytics and stats, and it's just it's increasing your visibility on Google, which is huge because when it comes to search and paid search, people aren't showing up. They're, they have to do so much in order to show up, and having a Google business listing is one of the best and biggest ways that you can do that at a low cost. So be sure to ask your clients to review you on Google, Facebook, Yelp, any other platform that your firm takes part in. It is okay to ask. So sometimes the hardest part is in the asking. How do you break that ice and ask for a review? The best way to do that is have the person that manages the relationship personally reach out, send an email stating your objective. Share with them that you are working on enhancing your online presence and you would appreciate if they would take a few moments to leave a review on your Google business page or your Yelp page. Be sure to include the link to your listing so that they're using the right one. There, It's possible there is one that is not your company there's another Ingenuity that's a dental company in Florida that is not Ingenuity Marketing Group in St. Paul. I really don't want Ingenuity's review listed on the Ingenuity Dental Company in Florida. Share your objective, ask and share the links to your review page you want them to review. In addition, share examples of other reviews. One way to do this is Google actually has a page about what should be included in a review and we'll make sure to link that in the show notes so that you can see what that is, that's really one of the best ways you can do it. So just ask them, give them the information they need, and more often than not, you will find people will do that. So it's a really great way is just personally reach out. We talked a little bit ago about how to handle a bad review or how we did it for a client. So what are a few of the other ways you can approach a bad review online? We see it less often in the B2B space, as opposed to the B2C or the e-commerce space with leaving reviews, but it does happen. First of all, you have to address it. Ignoring comments makes you look unresponsive. It doesn't matter if it's a couple years down the line. If you got a bad review three years ago, now's the time to take ownership of that, address it, and move forward. Do not apologize for their sentiments. If somebody says, I had a very bad experience here, don't apologize for that. That's their experience, and you can't apologize for their feelings. 
You can work with an experienced communications professional to craft the perfect response. We recently worked with a CPA firm client that had a one-star Google review, and it was bringing down their entire rating. So when you look at your Google business listing, you have your star rating. If you have four five-star reviews and two one-star reviews, let's do the math here, the average is not going to be good. Now, we joke at Ingenuity that we aren't accountants, and so I won't do the actual math for you, but it's bringing, it brings down the entire rating. And so, simply put, we addressed the reviewer's concerns, offered a personal contact, and attempted to rectify and acknowledge the situation. We also asked other clients for reviews to help offset that one-star review since, like I said before, you can't remove that one-star review. All you can do is add better reviews to enhance the overall rating. It sounds like a tough situation to be in, but if a firm is open-minded, it can also be a growth opportunity. They can identify any trends in multiple poor reviews, and it can allow them to make any necessary internal changes in how they're performing services and working with clients. It really can be a great opportunity, Natalie. And another thing it can show is that there may be a misconnection between the client experience that you want your clients to feel comfortable enough to share that feedback with you rather than post it on your business page. It's really hard to hear that constructive feedback. Believe me, I have been there. But it can also be the best thing that can happen for a firm, especially if it leads to a better internal process and overall firm growth and being able to identify where there is a gap so that your client feels comfortable coming to you to share that experience rather than putting it on the internet to live forever. And we're talking a lot about responding to negative reviews or less than favorable ones. However, it's also important to note that you should respond to the good ones as well. And you can say something as simple as, thank you for your rating or thank you for your review of our firm. We really appreciate it. We enjoyed working with you too. Just personalize it a little bit to that yeah. client and mm-hmm. acknowledge it. Yes, definitely. You need to respond to all reviews, negative, positive. The way you respond to them is different. So we're responding to a positive review. Thanks so much for your feedback. We really love working with you too. Something like that. Yeah. Just to acknowledge it so that it shows you responsive. And believe it or not, that actually enhances the overall page because Google knows then that you're responding and takes that into consideration. So you need to be managing your online presence and it's just another way to do it. Adjusting a little bit here, I know that one thing that's a concern for many firms and organizations is recruitment. It can be really difficult to stand out from your competitors and to get that amazing talent you want through your door. So how can reviews help employers in this area? Employee reviews on job search platforms can help your recruitment efforts. Social proof, like we talked about earlier, is what prospects and candidates are looking for when they research you online. It's really very similar to how prospects, prospective clients find you. Prospective employees find you this way as well. They are online. They are looking at what people are saying about you. They're going to Glassdoor. They're going to Indeed. They're going to Facebook. They're looking online to see what your clients say about you, and what other employees say about you. We worked with one of our clients, um, a CPA firm out in San Francisco, that needed some creative solutions for their recruiting challenges. Tell me a little bit more about that situation. This firm has great benefits. In fact, Natalie and I joked that let's move to the Bay Area and work (laughs) on site with this firm. Uh, They have great benefits that anyone would love to have, but living and working in the Bay Area comes with its own set of challenges. So we worked with them on an internal brand perception campaign. 
their goal was to get new applicants and we wanted to really own and manage their Glassdoor page. This firm is using a premium version of Glassdoor. You can manage Glassdoor for free and actually there's a lot of room in what you can do with the free version of Glassdoor. What they were specifically looking for required the premium version of Glassdoor, which is not that expensive when you're looking at recruiting new employees. So they were using a premium version of Glassdoor and we wanted to really maximize all the features available. One of the things we did was asked employees to honestly review them on Glassdoor. We asked the director of operations to send an email to all the employees asking for their honest experience working at the firm and to post it on Glassdoor. We also, in that email, said if you have any additional concerns, please reach out to me, the director of operations, about this, and I'm happy to connect with you at any time so that they know they can share any information they want to with her, and there's that open line of communication. Since the campaign started, they have received 15 new reviews, and their Glassdoor employer rating jumped from 3.5 to 4.4 on a five-star scale. They have even gotten additional unprompted employee reviews. Employees organically have left reviews on their experience. This helps them appear higher in job searches on Glassdoor, which is a big platform in the job search space. And it shows prospects that employees recommend the firm. So there's really a connection between employees, prospective clients, prospective employees, and current clients. They have gotten in front of highly qualified candidates, and they have added great talent to their team. That's some pretty incredible results. Yeah, I'm really happy with the results of that, and I'm using that as an example to share with other clients because it's really hard to ask your employees to review their experience. It's hard to ask for that. So getting the validation that, yes, this works and it's a good thing to do is really good. Definitely. So before we close, do you have any final thoughts on what we've talked about today, Leah? My final thoughts are, if your firm is relying more and more on existing clients and not getting enough new business through the door, try implementing some of these strategies. It won't produce overnight results, but over time, you will find that they help persuade your prospects to work with you. Testimonials and reviews create the appetite for your services. Well, thank you very much for your insights, Leah. I really enjoyed having you on this episode of Feed the Leads. Thanks for listening to the Ingenious Podcast. If you like this podcast, please leave us a rating or a review wherever you listen. Visit the show notes for this episode and all episodes at ingenuitymarketing.com forward slash podcast.